0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at com. Play for free right
1: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk
0: Recorded live.
1: Hey, thanks for in, tuning in to PTN Talk Radio. We're your hosts, Mike and Ren and. We are really uh, grateful to be here today, and we also want to send out a prayer request for our co-host, Rookie and Rachel Jennings. She had fallen, and, and uh, she's trying to recuperate from that. She had broke her leg and other things, and we just ask that y'all just keep them in prayer and that she can get better and get healed, and they get back on the radio with us. All right. Well, today's show is going to be called The Marriage Supper of the Lamb. And, you know, a lot of people have been taught over the years that, oh, well, I can't wait to, you know, get to heaven, and we're going to have this big old feast with the Lord, and we're going to be eating, you know, you know, turkey and biscuits and, you know, all this other stuff, you know, they talk about, you know, and, but that's not what the scripture tells us that the, what this is, This Mary's Supper of the Lamb is also known as the Supper of the Great God. And, you know, this, this, we want to talk about what this actually is, this event is, and, um, you know, uh when Mike gets it ready, I'm gonna have him read Revelation 19, and I'm gonna take a look at a couple other scriptures while he is reading that. You know, um, we, we've been looking at we've been looking in uh, Revelation quite a bit here lately, and the scripture talks about the souls under the altar, and and they're crying out for God to revenge their blood, and that's what we're talking about here. This is what the married of the Lamb. Uh, you know, the suffering of the great God is, is where God re- re- revenges our blood. Uh, because why? Because they killed the prophets and the saints and, and, and for those who had testimony of Jesus Christ. And so he begins to, that's why he said our patience possesses our, our souls. He also tells us that, uh, you know, uh, to vengeance this mine, Lord, I will repay. It's when he comes and he destroys the wicked with the brightness of his coming. And that's the event that, that we want to talk about here. But it talks about I'm going to talk about the other day we talked about it a little bit that with the fifth seal it says, Uh, you know, I saw the souls of the under the altar, them that were slain for the word of God and the testimony which they held. They cried loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, do it thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell in the earth? And white robes are given to every one of them, their toes of to, you know, rest but for a little season. we got little season, we talked about that 42 months, a short time, time, times, half a times. time, times, dividing of times, what Daniel says, this is when the Antichrist comes for three and a half years and, and and pours his rap out upon the righteous, upon God's people, upon the Christians as well. And and we're, we're seeing where these souls in the altar are asking, how long, Lord, is it going to be for you to rent our blood? And it says that wipes, roses, get everyone them to the rest of the little season until their fellow servant be killed as the way they were be fulfilled their brethren, which would be us when we were killed during the time of the uh, great tribulation, the, the wrath of Satan, also known as the great tribulation, the great wrath of Satan. And so when that event takes place, we see that they're crying out. And, and David talks about it, too, over in, um, Mike and I was reading it this morning, over in Psalm 79, he talks about how, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just a little bit of it. Mike has that scripture ready, and we'll be looking at it, because so that's our main point. But I want to set the stage here of, of what's going on here, and and it's when it's when David begins to start saying to the Lord, O God, the, the heathen are coming to the inheritance, to thy inheritance, the holy temple they have defiled, they have laid Jerusalem on heaps. The dead bodies of thy servants have they given to meat for the fowls of heaven and the flesh to, to the to thy saints unto the beasts of the earth. Their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them would become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and derision to them that are round about us. How long, Lord, will thou be angry forever? mark. Shall the jealousy burn like fire? Question mark. Pour out thy wrath upon the heathen that they have that have not known me, and upon the kingdom that have not called upon thy name. So you see what's going on right here? So David is, is actually, you know, here in Psalm seventy nine, we see here this Psalms is being talking about the same thing that we just read over in Revelation. how long, O oh Lord, right? Then did, did you see the same thing? How long, O oh Lord? They're both saying the same thing. It's prophecy. They're asking, how long till you revenge our blood? How long before you pour out your wrath? So this, the Mary's Supper of the Lamb, the wrath of the Lamb, the, 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 the Supper of the Great God is what it's talking about here when it talks about, it's about God's wrath being poured out, the wrath of the Lamb being poured out upon the wicked. And so when they sit there and say, how long? How long, O Lord? How long is it going to be? How long are you going to, uh, you know, how long will it be before you pour your wrath out, for your revenge our deaths? How long is this going to be? They're asking. And they're told to what? Rest but a little season, a short time. he has only been a short time. That time, when you look it up, it ends up being 42 months, three and a half years. So, we see what's going on here, and so when they began to say how long, they're answered. And so, when we see this, what, what Mike's going to read here in Revelation 19, we can see clearly uh, what's taking place here and what's happening as he begins to read this chapter. And I'm going to hand it to him and let him read this chapter now, and then we'll discuss it. All right, thank you, Ren. In Revelation
0: 19. Okay, and after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he hath judged the great whore and did corrupt the earth with her fornication and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up for forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And the voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These, thing, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See, thou doest Thou do it not, I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called called faithful and true in righteousness. He doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew, but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed up him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, and out of his mouth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite nations And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads upon the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he had on his, on his thigh a name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Oops. And I saw the angel uh, standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying, to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, and he, and that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit, up, sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast... And the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together t- to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, which, with which he deceived them and that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the white upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and the fowls were filled with their flesh. Well, ain't that something, right? Pretty interesting. A lot of meat there. All right, back to you, Ren.
1: Well we we see right there, okay, so we're gonna kinda of give you a, 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 a mental picture of this is we see that first of all we're gonna have the wrath of Satan. It talks about it in, in scripture that there's gonna be a war in heaven. Satan's gonna be cast out of heaven by Michael the Archangel, he's gonna be thrown here to the earth. We see with his tail he's gonna take out one thirty angels with him, they're gonna be cast to the earth as well too, and then they're gonna cause havoc. They're gonna bring wrath upon this earth. This is Satan's wrath, and it lasts for three and a half years. After, remember, the souls on the altar are told what? Rest of the little season. Tell their fellow servants and brethren to be killed as they will be fulfilled. That's during the great tribulation. So the souls on the altar are waiting for us to be killed during, during the tribulation, which is the wrath of Satan, okay? And for us to be killed. When that event happens, that's when God comes. Jesus Christ comes upon that white horse. You notice an army comes with him? That tells you, why is an army coming with him? War, okay, right? War is coming here to the earth. Jesus Christ is coming upon the second white horse, not the first one, that's the Antichrist, the second white horse, and he's going to come with an army, and he's going to destroy the wicked with the brightness of his coming, and then he's going to call upon the fowls of the air to eat the flesh of the wicked, okay? So that kind of lines things up. And then what what takes place after that? Well, we know that before anything happens, he seals the servants of God in their forehead. We hear the number 144,000, a remnant, that's what's left over. They are sealed. Then God's wrapped, which is poured out. And now we can understand see, it's going to be poured out, and then he's going to call upon the thousand year to come and eat the right tongue and what? Gather yourself together for the supper of the great God. See what I'm saying? Then what are they going to eat? They're going to eat the flesh of the Kings, captains, mighty men, horses, of all them that sit on them, this is all the flesh of men, both free and bond, both small and great. Okay, they're all going to be, the the fowls there are going to eat their flesh, right? That's the supper right there. Not where we sit down and we eat the meal, but where we see the fowls eat the flesh of the wicked. We see our, our blood is revenged, okay, by God himself that is Jesus Christ we see that taking place here now maybe we can even understand a little bit more here when we see things like when David talks about the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want him makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul he leads me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake yea though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoint my head with oil, my cup run it over. surely give me a mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So David is talking about this table that's being prepared for him in the presence. This is where we see Remember in seventy nine, in Psalm seventy nine, what does David say there? How long, O oh Lord? We see in in Revelations what are they saying? How long, O oh Lord? They're asking how long till re- this is when He comes upon this white horse and He revenges our blood, and and it talks about how 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 in her is is all the is all all the bloodshed of the earth in her, right? In her is all all she's guilty of all that it says right there, and so we see what's going on what's taking place here. This is about this is about. God taking vengeance on this earth, on the wicked, for killing the righteous, for killing his servants, the prophets, so on and so forth. And that's what we see going on and happening here, also known as the wrath of God. Okay? We see what's going on here. It's happening. It's the wrath of God taking place. So that's why he's coming on a white horse. That's why he's coming uh, with a sword. That's why he's coming with the army, because it's the wrath of God being poured out upon the earth. So when we see what's going on, what's happening, and we kind of kind of understand the scriptures, it's a little bit more here that this is God's wrath. When you go and you you begin to look up the wine press of, of the wrath of the Almighty God, you begin to see what's going on here, and that's why He's got a vest or dipped in blood because they shed Jesus' blood, right? And now now you know He's going to uh, you know uh, that blood is going to be the blood of all the ones that that. Uh, you know, that uh, he was slain and that he's going to slain them. So we see very clearly, you know, what's taking place and what's happening here. Let me find this other one here real quick. Um, so remember, when you see the supper of uh, of the great God, the Mary Supper of the Lamb, that this isn't, you know, because remember, there's no, you need a hunger or thirst in heaven. This is not, this is not talking about, um, it's not talking about us going down and having a meal with the Lord. This is talking about him Taking out the wicked. John 3:36 tells us, He that believes on the Son have everlasting life, but he that booth not, the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Romans 1 18 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against the ungodliness and the righteous of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Ephesians 5 6 says, Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. See, God's coming to pour out his wrath. It doesn't tell us he's coming to rapture us. It tells us he's coming to bring his wrath. He's going to, you know, have 144,000 filled, and he's going to pour out the wrath of God. And it's going to be poured out upon the children of disobedience. So we see, and it's poured out within one hour. Uh, Revelation 14 tells us the same shall drink the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into a cup of his indignation, and he sh- and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Um. It tells us, and the angels thrust in the sickle and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And I saw in the sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up with the wrath of God. And they have the seven vials, which are the seven last plagues. These vials, it tells us that they have the prayers of the saints. So these vials are, are the prayers of the saints being poured out upon the altar of God, and God's going to stand up, and he's going to take vengeance on the wicked. It says right here, And, and I saw another sign in heaven, great marvel, marvelous, seven angels having seven last place for enemies filled up with the wrath of God. Um, it tells us right here the, that in Revelation 15:7, And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of the wrath of God who lived forever and ever. Um, Revelation sixteen one, and I heard a great voice uh, out of the temple saying to the seven angels, go your way and pour out the vials that the wrath of God upon the earth. you got to understand, you can't read Revelations as, it goes back and forth. Revelation goes back and forth. It's not like you can read it, no, events are happening simultaneously. They're not. They're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And as you study Revelations more and more, you'll see that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what takes place right here. And I heard a great voice at the temple saying to the seven angels, go your way and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the vials it tells us, are, are the prayers of the saints. So when you see that, see what's happening and what's going on, you begin to understand that, um, you know, it, it's not about, like we said, of, uh, of uh, going and having this big feast. The feast is, when we see the wicked destroyed and and the fowls of the air being filled with the flesh of the wicked, that's what that's talking about. Remember, behold, I make all things new. He'll you know, destroy the wicked. I believe uh, doesn't Paul talk about that as well too? When he talks about you know, um, um, Christ coming and destroying the wicked with the brightness of His coming, you know, and that's what we got to understand here. When He comes. It's, it's not going to be a secret rapture. That's not even biblical. It's not even true at all. It's not what scripture even teaches. In Second Thessalonians, he says here, um, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. What, what's the spirit of his mouth? The sword. Remember the sword that, that Mike just read about in Revelation 19? Coming out of his mouth. What is that? It's the word of God. The sword is the word of God. It tells in scripture. So it says that uh, he's going to, consume them with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy them with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. So, and and with all deceitfulness and unrighteousness, and them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth, they might be saved. And for this uh, cause, God, shall send them a strong delusion, they shall believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but have pleasures and unrighteousness. Remember, it's going to be the children of disobedience that he's going to pour his wrath out upon. You know, I think that's what's so dangerous, Mike, about teaching that we're going to be raptured out of here, that we're going to be taken out of here. And when, when we see that when the Lord comes, it's not going to be to rapture us because when he comes, we're either going to be the 144,000 that are sealed, right. or we're going to be the wicked that's destroyed, or we're going to be dead in our grave in Christ. We're going to be one of those three places Well, we don't, you know, I know I'm not a Jew, so I know I'm not going to be the hundred and forty-four thousand. I don't want to be the wicked. That's the story. When he comes, I want to be the dead in Christ that Joan talked about that's hidden in the grave, waiting till our change to come, waiting for, it says, I'll wait till thy wrath be passed. So that tells me I'm going to be in the grave until then. Remember it talks about, remember we read earlier this morning about how they won't be put in graves? Remember? Their bodies won't be put in graves. Well, what does that remind you? It reminds me of the two witnesses that are killed in the streets and laid in the street for three and a half days. They won't suffer their bodies to be put in the graves. But what happens? The Spirit of God will enter into them and will stand upon our feet when he says, come up hither. The second, come up hither. Stop looking at the first. Sometimes you've got to look at the second, you know, because there's a deception coming, and that's what Jesus warned us about. You know, I mean, there's so many things that we get taught. You know how many times have you thought, oh, we're well, you know, we'll gonna sit down. and is gonna be a big, big old reunion. We're gonna have this big old table full of food, and we're gonna sit down and eat with the Lord. That's not what that is even talking about. It's talking about when the wicked are destroyed with the brightness of His coming. When when, when uh, the blood is supposed to be clear up to the horse's bridle, right? It I know what it's called. The mouth, that mouthpiece is called mine. You know, and 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 that's why Jesus is covered in blood. Because that's what's going to happen when, when he destroys the wicked with the brightness of his coming. And then he calls upon the thousand of the earth he to bless the dead men, the kings, and all the wicked. You know, I mean, that's what's happening here. That's why it talks about also in Scripture uh, how they will be ashes under the soles of our feet. You know? good I right here ashes. But, you know, I mean, this, this is something that you've got to really take time to study out so you can understand what's happening, it says right here, and you shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes in the soles of your feet, and the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. That's clear in Malachi. Mike, that's Malachi talking about it. Look what Malachi says. It's a short chapter. Looks like this. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, all that do wickedly, shall be stubble, and the day that comes shall burn them up, Sayeth the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And you shall tread down the wicked. Hear that? And you shall tread down the wicked. Same thing you just read. For they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day, the day, the day of the Lord, the day that I shall do this. Sayeth the Lord of hosts, what Micah is reading about there in, in uh, Revelation 19. It's in Malachi, Malachi 4. Remember you the law of Moses, my servants, which I have commanded you and, unto him and Horde for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming great, a dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So we see right now, that, that, you know, Malachi's talking about, Nehemiah, Elijah, Isaiah, I mean, uh, Zechariah, all the prophets of old talked about this day, the day of the Lord, the day of his coming, how he's going to destroy the wicked with this, when he comes. And this is what a lot of people do not seem to understand is that when Jesus comes, what I call the dreadful day of the Lord. You know, people are talking, oh, you know, I can't wait for it. All the reason why I'm waiting for the Lord to come, to resurrect me, to come to destroy the wickedness. he said he's going to do. I don't want to be here on this earth when this takes place. We're going to be in the earth because we're going to be dead in the grave. But, I mean, you stop and you think about what's going on, the day of the Lord. It's Too many have believed that it's, um, they don't understand that it's his wrath that's coming. You know, that's where he's going to destroy the wicked with the brightness of his coming. And and I think that's what's really sad to me about this whole situation because so much of the pre-trib has been, pre-trib teachers have deceived so many. You know, day of the Lord, uh, let me get some more scriptures here so we understand that day that Paul is on that day that, uh, 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 what was the prophet I just read, Mike? Malachi. Malachi was just talking about right there the day of the Lord the day of his vengeance, the day of his wrath the day of the cloud we talked about the other day uh, last week I think it was um, but we see that that day that day we go and we, we begin to look in scripture and we see what's going on and what's taking place and we understand this isn't um, a um, a day to be rejoicing you know at that time because God's vengeance is coming. God's wrath is coming. It's just like this way. Stop and think about when Noah built that ark. hundred years it took him to build that ark. He got his family on there, you know, and he got the animals on there, and God shut him in. I don't think it was a glorious day for all the ones who didn't get on that ark. Uh Just like in the days of Lot. Lot and his daughters, his wife turned around, got out. I don't think it was a glorious day for the people who were still there for Lot's wife. No, it tells us to remember Lot's wife. You know, you stop me thinking about it. When this day comes, it's not
0: great day for the believers, but terrible day wicked.
1: Exactly. You know, I mean when God comes, he's coming with fire in his eyes. He's coming with a sword. He's gonna rule with a rod of iron, it talks about. You know, he's coming to bring vengeance upon the earth, to revenge our blood. You know, when God gets up. He's given us plenty of time to repent, to turn from our wicked ways, so we're not so we're not destroyed with the wicked, so we understand when this event takes place this this um you know marriage supper and lamb, when this supper to great God happens, this is when his wrath is being poured out without mixture, it says, so that what does that mean? What do you think is hey, think about that, Mike, poured out without mixture, what does that mean? the full effect it ain't going to be watered down, right? It's going to be the full effect of God's wrath without mixture itself. Think about that. It's going to be strong. It's going to be powerful. It's going to destroy everything. Here's Mike. Well, ex- well exactly. And,
0: you know, because I was looking in the uh, Revelations 19, and where what caught my eye before I get back on course here, and to her, in Revelation 19.8, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. So, you know,
1: it,
0: it's it's going to be a great day for for the saints, but it's terrible for the wicked. And we can see in Scripture, and we can also look at the... We have a study, and it on uh, on posttribnetwork.org on the same day. And there's some categories how we have them split up here, but the categories, uh, you know, would be, you know, through the day of the Lord, okay? You know, because the studies this this study it shows that the day of the Lord, the day of Christ, and the deep in the night, and the day of the day of wrath the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and the coming of the Son of Man, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the coming of the Lord, the coming of the day of God, the last day, the great day, the day of judgment, the day of wrath, that day, the day of the trumpet is all the same day. I mean, it's not like it's like, Today, something's going to happen. Tomorrow, something's going to happen. You know, next week, you know, the, you know, it's... It, look, it's in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. Bam, done. I mean, with the bright... He's going to destroy the wicked with the brightness of his coming. It's not going to take him like a month and a half to get here. It's like, he's here. It's like, yeah, poured. everything's being poured out quickly within an hour. So it's not like... You know, oh, oh, what's happening? He's not going to make, it's like, he's not going to, you know what? It's not like, you know, like you're sitting on death row, okay? And you sit on death row for like decades before, you know, the execution day. No, you know, he's giving people ample time to repent. to, To, yeah, and look at the study, the day of the Lord. Oh, oh. You know, I can read some of those scriptures right here. Are you on the day of the Lord? I'm on the same day right now. Okay, I'm on the day of the Lord. Okay, and you know, uh she's gonna go with the day of the Lord and I'll just read some of these scriptures here. I'll I will not read the day of the Lord, she will, but I'll uh, I can look at the like the day of Christ, okay? You know, and Philippians and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st Philippians uh, one ten and 2nd Six uh, uh, chapter 2, verse 16. That ye may approve uh, things are excellent, that ye may be sincere without offence till the day of Christ. Okay. Then hold forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. That I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. You know, so then there's the thief the night and the day of wrath. Then the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And of course, she just, she just read Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. That, behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Uh, and then the coming of the Son of Man in Matthew 24. Check that out. And then the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, same day, not split up in segments. You know, he's he's coming in when he when when he returns. You know, so the coming day of of the Lord, then the coming day of God. So right there, that proves that Jesus is God. If you know, I mean, it's just it's not two gods coming. It's the coming day of the Lord and the coming day of God. It's not like the Lord's going to come and God's going to come. It's either we have one God, period. You know, and then the last day, you know, of course, in John chapter 6, um, uh, I'll just read those scriptures real quick here in 30, uh, verse 39 through uh, 44. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me I should lose nothing but should raise it up again at the last day and this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day no man can come to me except the father which hath sent me draw him and I will raise him up at the last day. And then, Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up on at the last day. And there's the great day, the day of judgment. And, of course, that day, I mean, all, you can look at all these scriptures on the same day, uh, study on Just And the day of the trumpet, in which we had that show recently of what, about the um, seven vials, seven last plagues, and the trumpets, the sills, sills, trumpets, of vials. And then the same day, you can, also, you can look that up. I mean, it goes all the way, all the way to Genesis, chapter 7, verse 11, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, and the 17th day of, of the month, the same day were all the thousands of the great feet broken up and the windows of heaven were open, in next is chapter 12, verse 51. These are just examples. And it came to pass the self-same day that the Lord did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. Zephaniah, chapter 1, verse 9, in the same day Also, I will punish all those that leap on the threshold, which fill their master's houses with violence and deceit. Now, that's prophetic because he's taught Zephaniah's very prophetic book because he's talking about in in the days that we're, we're living in. And Luke chapter 17, verses 26 through 30, and as it was in the days of Noah so there it's referencing back to Genesis seven eleven, And as it were, was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed all them likewise, as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they brought, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out into Sodom, out of Sodom, it rained fire, brimstone from heaven, and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So, you know. So we we see it's all it's all the same day. It's going to be just exactly. It's 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 almost like time repeating itself, you know. And
1: you know that's
0: why it's really important to, you know, because he says back then in Revelation, I just start with that about and her, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen of the is the righteousness of the saints? Wear that fine linen. We're we're going to be the ones to wear the garment of her.
1: It it's,
0: I mean it says right there. Uh, it says and to her that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. It's our righteousness that that. That is the linen, that fine linen. You know, so that's why it's really important to to be clean, to be cleansed. I, you know, and you know, and to continue to stay focused. You know, until that day, you know, whatever our day will be, whether we die of, uh, of a death or whether we die by the hands of somebody for our faith. We just got to be prepared in in any uh circumstance, all right here's Ren.
1: so as we see you know after after the tribulation that's the uh, which is the wrath of satan where the where the Christians are killed and put in their graves they remember when the souls on the altar ask how long till their fellow brother and then servants are killed they they would be fulfilled. it has to be fulfilled. so when that takes place. And it's after the works of Satan. What's the works of Satan? The great tribulation, the great wrath of Satan. After that's done, then it's time for God's wrath to come. And that's what's known as the Mary of the Lamb. Um, you know, when you stop and you think about it. If it's, if it's like what you're thinking, or, you know, we've been taught, then why would he be bringing an army with him? Why would he be smiting the nations? Because when his wrath being poured out, the wrath of God and the wrath of the Lamb are the same thing. It's also known as Mike was saying, the day of the Lord. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. If we're trying to, the day of the wrath, the day of uh, trouble and distress, the day of wasteness and des- desolation, the day of darkness and gloominess, the day of the clouds, a thick darkness. Okay? So let's look at some scriptures here from the Old Testament. The prophet Isaiah talked about the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon everyone that is proud and lofty, upon everyone that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low. Um, Isaiah 36 tells us, how ye for the day of the Lord is at hand, it shall uh, come as destruction from the Almighty. So so when the Lord, the day of the Lord comes, what Mike was talking about there, right, the day of the Lord, the day of his coming, all that, it, it's saying it's, it's a day of destruction from the Almighty. Isaiah tells us, you know, uh, the prophet Jeremiah tells us that it is um, a day of vengeance. Okay? The prophet Ezekiel tells us, that it is a battle, standing in the battle in the day of the Lord. Are you seeing that? Seeing this? So we got the prophet Isaiah talking about it's a day of destruction. We got the prophet Jeremiah telling us it's a day of vengeance. We got the prophet Ezekiel telling us that it's, that it's the day of battle. The day of the Lord is the day of battle. Okay? So then we got the prophet Ezekiel telling us uh, that it's a, a battle. Then we tell us he tells us it is a cloudy day prophet Joe tells us that it's a day of destruction from the Almighty. Okay? So see, they're all telling the same thing. They're warning us about this day that's going to come. Uh, it's going to be a day that it says, Blow you, your trumpet, in Zion, and sound the alarm of holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord comes, for it is nigh at hand. So it's not a day of a rapture. It's a day of God pouring out his wrath upon this earth. Joe also tells him the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. Remember the army that Mike just read about in 19? For his camp is very great, for he is strong to ex- 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 execute his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can abide in it? Uh oh. Joe says the sun shall be turned in darkness, the moon, uh, moon into blood before the great, terrible day of the Lord comes. Multi, multi is a valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near, and the valley of decision the prophet Amos. Look at the prophet. Woe unto you, desire the day of the Lord. To what is it, it ends it is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light.
0: Yep.
1: Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? That's the prophet Amos said. The prophet Obadiah said, the day of the Lord is near upon the heathen. Why? Because we're in the grave. We've already been killed. We got killed during the tribulation, you know, at uh, uh, Satan's draft, okay? The prophet of Zephaniah says, what? Hold thy peace the presence of the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is at hand, for the Lord hath prepared a sacrifice and hath been his gift. Do you see that? What's a sacrifice? The blood of the wicked. Sacrifice. Well, all the wicked are destroyed, right? And he calls upon the fowl there to eat them, right? Shephaniah knew about it. The great day of the Lord is near, is near, and, and haste greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man, shall cry there bitterly. Why? Because everybody is being slaughtered. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. Prophet Malachi, ready to read that It's going to be a dread, great and dreadful day of the Lord. This is just the great. Supper uh, of the great God This is the Mary's Supper of the Lamb When he comes in the battle Paul said The sun shall be turned to darkness And the moon and the blood Before the great and notable day of the Lord come He said again That uh, to deliver such one of the destruction of his flesh That the spirit might be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus Second Corinthians tells us That uh, uh as also you have to acknowledge us of the heart that we are, are your rejoicing even as you also are in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's talking about when we're resurrected. For you yourself know the day of the Lord coming to see night. What's talking about? it just like when it came upon farming more. What did you say they were doing? Planting and what? Marrying and day of the Lord. You just read Mike. Yes. And what happened? That's why it comes to the thief. But you, brethren, he says, are not in darkness that they shall take you as a thief. Okay? Second Peter says, here's a Peter, disciples, Jesus says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief and night in which the heavens shall pass away with great noise and elements shall melt away firm in heat and the earth also uh, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. See, they all know about it. I just told you of, I just told you of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Joe, Amos, Obadiah, Zephaniah, Malachi, Paul, and Peter. All said the same thing. It's also known as the day of Christ. The day of Christ it's also known as. Okay? we got to understand what the scripture is telling us about. Job, the wicked is reserved to the day of destruction. They shall be brought forth to the day of wrath. So he calls the day of destruction the day of wrath. Who's wrath? God's wrath. Right. Solomon. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteous delivered, delivered from death. Why? What, what's it talking about? Riches profit not in the day of wrath. It's called the day of the wrath. Uh, Zephaniah tells us a day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness, a day of desolation, a day of darkness, gloomness, a day of the clouds and thick darkness. So you see, over and over and over again, it tells the day of the wrath is revelation of the righteous judgment of God, Paul says in Romans 2.5. See, they're all seeing the same thing. Zephaniah calls it a day of trump and alarm against the up cities and against the high towers. Prophet Joe, I mean, over and over and over again, it says, and the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. What army? The army that Mark just talked about in Revelation 19. For his camp is very great. The sun shall be turned to what? Darkness and the moon and the blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Why did they call it the great and terrible day of the Lord? Because his wrath has come. That's why. The last day, uh, Micah talked about that. That day, Prophet Zephaniah talked about it. Prophet uh, uh, Zechariah talked about it also. Over and over again in Scripture, the prophet Malachi Matthew, it was talked about. Many will say unto me on that day, Lord, Lord, have not prophesied in the name. And in thy name cast out devils. In thy name done many wonderful works. What day is he talking about? And no man was able to answer him a word. Did there's any man from that day answer him? Do you see what's going on? What's happening here? What's taking place here? And that's under the study, too. Go to our site at postroomnetwork.org, and that's under a study called uh, The The Day of the Lord. And you said yours was what, the same day? The same day. So go go to the study, and, 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 you know, I mean, we're just giving a little information here about this because I want you to take the time to study this out. This is very important for you to study out. Go look at the Married Supper. That's what we're talking about, the Married Supper and the Lamb, right? And then once you look at that, go take a look at these other studies so you can understand. Look at the chart, the seven seals, the seven tribes, the seven bowls, so you know what's going on. Take the time to go and look at the same day, the day of the Lord. Uh, the raft of God. God has not appointed us the raft. Another good one to look at. And you'll see what's going on. The reason why we're not appointed the raft is because we're in the grave. We've been killed out by Satan and, and, and his army. Okay? Remember, Satan has an army. Michael and his army, his army fought. Michael and his angels. Satan and his angels fought. They were cast here to the earth. Don't forget that. So we understand what's going on. Jesus comes in the last day. Jesus comes in the clouds. Look at these here and see for yourself. Of what's taking place here and what's happening here, you know. I mean, I mean, the scriptures are all there. You do just go look at the scriptures and look them up for yourself. Another good one: look at uh, rapture or wrath. Word of God teaches is the God's wrath coming, not a rapture. So, I mean, you've got to go and take time to look at these things for yourself. Mike, did you have anything else? Well, this is going to be a short uh, one today, but it's enough information to get you stirred up, hopefully, to get you go looking. Stop by and at uh, postroomnetwork.org and look at our studies there. They're nothing but scriptures there. Also, too, remember, take it to the uh, throne before you take it to the phone. Uh, we'll be happy to, um, to if you'd like to email us, you can at postroomnetwork at gmail.com, btntalkradio at gmail.com. Go and like us over at PTN Talk Radio on Facebook as well, too. We have a lot of discussions over there that we do, and we post news and keep you up to date on what's going on with, um, with um, you know, prophecy and the news as well, too. But take the time to go and look these things up for yourself. You know, uh, we don't want you to believe it because we say it. We want you to believe it because the Word of God says it, and you can trust God's Word. Don't be deceived, and we pray that y'all aren't looking for, a rapture, but we understanding that you know we must be willing to lay our life down because God's wrath is coming. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, and God bless you.
0: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.